now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. What would happen if we let life happen? I, I'm today years old wondering what would happen if we let life happen, y'all. I am up. I'm out of bed. Uh, I actually participated in an affirmation room this morning on the new clubhouse thing, y'all. And then I went right to the computer and printed out my orders that I need to get ready today to get in the mail. Because today is probably the absolute last day. Uh, And there's no guarantees on this, but I figured if I go ahead and get them done uh, and in the mail today, maybe they might make their way by Christmas. And I'm checking because I happen to see... Uh, two orders for a soap, and I'm like, okay, I hope I got it, and I think I do, I see it, okay, and I need to put some labels on there, so you guys are going to probably hear me, I'm not going to multitask, uh, so I probably need to just stop and sit down, but I'm going to grab a couple things in front of me, because I want to, I want to move to that, and now that I'm thinking about it, I want to move to it um, immediately after this, but I'm going to go ahead and grab a seat, and I may, you may hear a couple papers and stuff going on. I do need to cut some things. And so I'm going to grab the cutter. We'll, we'll sit down. Y'all y'all go through that part with me. I think I could do that. And, <laughs> and I know y'all like y'all like people, you know what, people listening to you, they like a little background noise. We always apologize. In fact, you know what, y'all, we apologize. Let's talk about that. Right? We apologize for too much. Right? Because if I did sit here and have nothing to do but talk to y'all or in no, wait a minute. Empty my thoughts. That's what this is. Because I don't know who listens and why you listen. Uh, but this is how I got out of bed. Okay. So, but if I was to sit here and just empty out my thoughts, it would cause FOMO or anxiety for somebody else. Because they would be like, well, wait, how does the person find 30, 45 minutes, an hour, two hours to podcast? And then there you are judging yourself. And we just talked about that uh, in the room in the clubhouse and so the affirmation clubhouse this morning so let me have a little background noise i'm gonna let y'all hear the dog bark he's not gonna bark if i'm podcasting unless somebody knock on the door or he hears something that i need to pay attention to so i'm gonna let you hear the paper shuffling i'm gonna let you hear my my seat squeaking look i was about to say nan don't want to squeak two and a half minutes into this you know these are my first thoughts of the morning these are absolutely unscripted. And I just had that question, you know, what if we just let life happen? And I don't mean like not do what you're supposed to do or what you're accountable to or what you have set out to do. But I just remember throughout life, just trying to hold on, trying to hold on and hold off. I think I spent way too much time. I don't care how much I would try to prepare, or be prepared for, you know, I made some decisions in life that, you know, was going to be, life was going to be difficult, especially doing things and, and, and people had not done it before. One of the things I'm trying to get over at this age, you know, I, I'm trying to get over bitterness. I've got a lot of bitterness. Um, and, and it's so funny too, because, uh, the room that I went in this morning was a room, room pretty much like something I've done before. It was exactly. And I'm like, man, I did this. But, you know, I have to settle with the fact that I was ahead of time. And the question comes to me all the time is that, do I go back into it? Do I do it again? And I'm like, I don't really want to. Because it's like what, it's like this. Well, I don't know because Mike Tyson got back in the ring. Didn't he win? 
Um, that's where I am. I'm like, dang, do we get back in the ring? You know, because if you think about it, Mike Tyson could jump back in the ring today. Um, because if you look at where, first of all, he, <laughs> he owns a marijuana farm. So brother probably wasn't feeling nothing. Um, but I'll, I'll be it. He also trained and was able to train at a level thanks to technologies, thanks to, thanks to what we know now about health and the human body, the human mind. If you look at the athletes today, and he might got some issues, but if you look at what athletes prior to him, you know, uh, Ali retiring with Parkinson, not to say that that had anything to do with boxing, but look at the boxers. There were issues with boxing. Look at the issues that were with uh, football players back in the day, that football players of today. The There's all kind of protocol getting them off that field when things happen. Hey, let's go ahead and do these things right away. Look at people. So many people are suffering from strokes and look at what they can do with a stroke within a couple of hours. You have to get in that couple of hours. There's a window. There's a window to these things. So I'm like, and, and, and as a matter of fact, when I think about getting back in the whole scheme of things or the game of, of you know, whatever it was I did, um, it's easier now. You know, it took me a week to, it used to take us a week to upload a video. I know nobody's going to believe that. It used to take about a week to upload a video, y'all. And I ain't even talking like an hour-long video. Now I can upload it at home. I can shoot around the corner to the library and upload a three-hour video. Not that anybody should have a three-hour video. Unless unless you full on uploading a movie, right? You shouldn't even have a 10-hour, 10 10-minute 10 video at this point. Um, and so you need to break that stuff up because the not even that the attention span is is what it is, but just because of video. Wanting somebody to have eyes on the screen. Now, audio is different. You can do a three-hour audio, an hour audio, a whole symposium, right? Because people can control, they can pause, they can stop it, they can keep it in their ear, they can multitask with it and so forth. So audio is always going to be a thing, uh, which is why Clubhouse has just jumped out there because you can just put it on and keep it moving. You don't have to sit there and read everything, you know, try to stay in the comments and all that kind of stuff. They don't even have comments. I hope they don't never add comments. Because I find as soon as I go in the room, like, I don't want to go up and talk, but dang, go in there, I want to comment, right? Can you imagine if they had a comment section? It will pull away from it. I love that it is audio. It's like, look, you're either going to listen or you're going to speak, all right? And, and a model that I have always had about going from the audience to the stage, the dog has decided to eat. So he's chomping down outside the room here. Um, the, and look, I lost my train, but... I have always, I had used to have boot camps of, of helping people go from the audience to the stage. And a lot of times when people come up on the mic, because again, now this is something we did 20 years ago. This audio thing cycling back around, I'm so happy to see it. But the first thing you hear from half the people, from half the people is some form of apology. They apologize for their sound quality. We ain't even heard you yet. They apologize for the background noise. Honey, we know that we want to hear some background noise. They apologize for the kids. Okay, let them babies be, right? They'll 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 get in step. Let me tell you, children will get in step. My kids got in step. Okay, um, they they just all these you give them, you gave us all these disclaimers. You just let us know you're gonna do something offensive to us because it's it, and it's not even to us. You are offending yourself. Let life happen. I'm letting it. I told y'all the other day. I said, look, I'm gonna let this dog. Because, you know, he just, y'all, I'm still learning this dog thing, being the, being the dog. It's just dog and I, and uh, all day, every day. And apparently, um, 
I moved his food outside the door here when I started spending a lot of time in the room there because I was spending a lot of time in the kitchen, so I had his food outside the kitchen. So he was like, because, you know, they developed these packs with us. So, you know, some, when they're eating or pooping, uh, they expect somebody to have their back. Otherwise, they feel like they're in the wild. Okay, he don't know nobody being in the wild because we've been in a family. Okay. So he has this thing where um, he needs to know what I'm doing so that he can stop being security and have lunch or breakfast or whatever it is. So he knows I'm right here. I'm talking to y'all. I'm talking. I'm letting my thoughts free talking to y'all. And I'm going to be here for a minute. So what he said, he's like, I'm going to go ahead and eat because she's safe. You know, and uh, I had to learn that. I'm like, oh, wait, he he's not just following me and attached to me at the hip or at the ankle. He is protecting me. And in exchange, he first of all, he wants an exchange. He wants me to stop what I'm doing when he has need. Like, uh, are we not in this together? Are we not up in here together? You know, I'm like, am I not doing all this for you? And I had to, I had to realize that because I was like, okay, they dropped you off, and they just said, you know, feed you and and give you give you you know take you out, and I volunteered to do that part because he'd been in the family my he'd been in the family a long time, but the kids you know he was the kids dog he was my mommy's dog, and mommy's gone, and the kids are grown, and I'm like, uh, nobody taking the dog, well you know the dog he gone you know <laughs> so. But um, a couple of years ago, several, several years ago, he and I uh, realized, like, wait, there's something between. He real, I think he realized where I fell in the hierarchy of the family. And I remember during the storms, you know, even though I have nothing to do with him, when the storms were bad uh, or coming, because, you know, dogs know that well ahead of time. He would always come to me to wake me first and make sure that I would get up, check the news. Once I turned on the television and the news or turned to a news channel, he would relax. Like, I need to hand this responsibility off. Y'all not, y'all are not safe. Let life happen. Let life happen. And I spent so many years trying not to befriend the dog. And one day on one of my worst days, I, I tell all the time, coming home, pulling in the driveway, trying to muster up whatever I needed to go in the house and deal with whatever that situation was. I was like, I got home pretty early. It was daily. I remember it was that. I remember the day. And I remember him just standing there at the fence, like, what's wrong with her? Why is she still in the car? And the family would be like, good, she's still in the car. She's going to decompress all day instead of bringing it in, because that's what I would normally try to do. And I remember getting out of the car, and I walked past the dog. He had this, come in, let me love you. Come in, let me love you. You know, And I don't get that often, Okay. And I was like, wait, what is that? You know, he happy, you happy to see me, you know? And I remember going over and just touching his head. And the minute I touched the dog, y'all, maybe it was one of those green mild things. There was so much leap from my body, so much exhaustion leaped from me, so much tiredness leaped from me, so much depression leaped from me. I don't know if it went into him. I don't know where it went. But Lord, I felt good. I was like, what is this? And I was like, let me rub this dog again. And from that moment on, I think we connected because I remember it, I remember later on that year it got real cold. And I'm like, where's the dog? I'm like, this kid got this dog still outside. He was an outside dog. He's a big, he's a big old dog now. And, and he was very young and wild, wild and rumbunctious, okay? You ain't coming up in here. And so it was real cold. I was like, let me bring this dog. And I remember looking outside to see where he was. And he gave me this look like, help me. And I was like, get your butt on in this house. And so then he became an inside-outside dog. 
um, very well trained. We didn't have, you know, early on we was a puppy, which is one of the reasons he ended up, but we had a big fenced in backyard. So, you know, he had he had enough room to do what he wanted to do, play and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we started bringing him in at night, you know, in certain times when the temperature dropped. And then basically he started staying in. He would go out and play because the neighbors and their fence there had dogs and they'd run up and down. But um, so now he's a full-time inside dog and we have to take him out. He and I go for a walk twice a day. I was trying to cut it down, but apparently I guess I need to up it some because he and I both sitting up in here. In this pandemic, getting all kind of stiff and 12 minutes into this. And I just I just love how he doesn't resist a lot. He accommodates a lot. And I'm like, I'm like, I look at him sometimes and I just go, you just kind of let life happen, don't you? You know? And and then sometimes I know I frustrate the heck out of him because like when he has to go and I'm like in the middle of something, I can't get to a stopping point. And then he will come up, especially like if I'm sitting, I'm just on my phone. He'll come over and like he'll nudge me and he'll like he'll try to get that phone out my hand. Like, look, okay, you know, you're not talking. You're obviously not podcasting. You're obviously not live. Because I'm podcasting, I'm live. Or if I'm as long as I'm sitting somewhere stationary. But honey, if I go too long, he'll like, okay, it's time to go. And uh, and I give in to that. And I notice, and I notice every day, but I'm human, so I'm stubborn, right? I notice every day. If I go ahead and give in to it, if I keep our routine. We're good. If I let life happens, happen, we're good. Because if I go ahead and take him out, then I have a whole four hours or six hours in between to get what I need done. Like when I finish this, it'll be time. We got 10 minutes actually. And uh, he'll start looking around like we're going because we normally go at 10. If I finish this and I continue to work a little bit, he'll be okay. If I finish this and I go turn it on that television, and and those ten o'clock people come on. He is no, that's not uh-uh. He will get in front of that television like, wait, we do what we doing, what we not doing, <laughs> right? And so um, I've just he's he's taught me a lot. He's taught me a lot, and he listens. Don't you hate when somebody says somebody listens? Don't nobody listen. You don't know what I'm saying. Uh, and he does. I'm sure he does. But I have just today. And coming up to the day in another in a couple of other situations, it's like just and when I say let life happen, I don't mean just everything become happenstance. Okay, I'll get to that whenever. I don't mean like let whenever thing. I mean, you know, have your goals, have your agenda, you know, live up to your accountabilities, your responsibilities, and things like that. Just don't try to put stuff off. Don't don't try to don't try to hold on to something that needs to go in your life. One of the things uh I'm I'm revamp not revamping i'm applying some new tools and techniques that i've learned over the week on clubhouse um on my instagram and so i had to go into the insights today and of course in the insights you know i for some reason i read up okay i usually i'm i guess because being a uh you said i you in that i used to manage my own website or i know there's a lot of good information at the bottom so I usually scroll all the way down and go back up, right? And uh, so that I don't miss, so that I, and that's what you should you should do. Give everything a once of a quick pass and then come back. Same way if I get a magazine, I flip all the way through it, then I come back and read it. You know, I need to I need to know. And so I was coming back up and I saw the uh, follower thing and it said that I had lost 
21 followers. I was like, dang, what did I do? You know, but then I'm like, keep going. And then I saw that I had gained twice that. So what I lost replaced itself. And then I looked at the time frame and I'm like, okay, in, in the time frame that I began to let life happen and do something different. I decided, okay, I'm going to go ahead and put this. I'm going to go ahead and change this Instagram. I'm going to go ahead and put it on here, what I am actually doing. And 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 not, I'm, what I, I'm not going to worry about who takes it whatever kind of way because this is something that I, I need to put it out there. I need to put it out there. I need to let you know life is happening. I need to be able to come back and look at it for myself because I really post for myself. And others, because it is a it is business stuff, right? It is my career goals, uh, what I'm putting on there. But in that, it's like now it'd have been different. It would have been different if it was. It it, it may have been different. Man, it'd have hit different. It wouldn't have been different because you got to let life happen. And in letting life happen, sometimes you have to let things go because you got to make room. If you don't make room, you become a hoarder. I'm not trying to hoard. People who are not clicking the like, not clicking the uh, tags to the products. I'm not. I'm not trying to hold on to people that's not that's not engaging, right? And for some reason, if what I'm because you gotta think. Wait, what I'm posting is either overwhelming somebody or offending somebody. Now, overwhelming, I can deal with because I've been there. Like, whoa! And there's times I have to unfollow for a minute because I'm like, wait a minute, I'm I'm internalizing something here that's probably not even. You know that to me, but my I know my thoughts. I know what certain things can take me to be unproductive and well on deep into depression or anxiety or angst and all that kind of stuff. So sometimes I just have to unfollow for a minute because I'm pro- how I'm processing it. So I'm like, okay, 24 and lost 24, gained 40. Then I was like, oh man, that was just within the week. Well, man, I was doing a lot, you know, of changes. And I said, well, let me see what it looks like in the last 30 days. And in the last 30 days, the following was as minute as it was, but triple what the loss was, right? So the gain was tremendous, but too often times we don't get to the gain. We don't see the gains that we are making in our life because we're so busy holding on. I hear people all the time talk about, you know, how long they stayed in the struggle. And I'm like, man, just imagine if you would have let go. They stayed so long in a struggle, and then they got to this little piece of joy. Man, can you imagine that joy and happiness you feel? Imagine if you felt it longer, sooner, right? Like, what if you felt, what if you let go sooner and get, what if you lost sooner and gained sooner, right? I wish those 24 people, maybe if those 24 had unfollowed, because that means, and I'm probably, and I'm a follow back person, so they unfollow me, I probably should go and figure out who they are and unfollow them, because Obviously, we're, we're not, you know, there's, the exchange is not there. And one of the things that I am learning is like, damn, I did a lot for people. Uh, and, and it's not that people didn't do for me because people witness what I've done for others and have done in exchange, reciprocated in that manner. What goes around comes around, which is a principle that we were taught in our family. We didn't look, we, we didn't do tit for tat. And my children would tell you because I got one, she is tit for tat. And I'm like, girl, every time she come with it. I'm like, don't ever make me go tit for tat. Don't ever make me go tit for tat. Because if you ever have to make me go, you never make me go tit for tat, you're going to get your feelings hurt. Because I haven't asked you to even acknowledge 
what I have done. Now, one, I'm a parent, so I can't I can't say tip tap. I took care of you, fed you, clothed you, and all those kinds of things. I was supposed to do that. And the things that oh, the things that you have done for me are probably more so things that I have had to ask you, had to ask, because you ain't offer. I've had to ask, and that's that's our that's our that's our war, right? And I keep trying to hope, and you know, maybe one day it's gonna change, and maybe one day it's not. But what I'm gonna do in the meantime, I'm gonna let life happen. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you continue to witness because what you're gonna do is you're gonna witness me doing it for myself and others. Notice and to put I just I just right there in that moment said you need to say yourself because that's the one part that I haven't done the most. That's the one person I haven't done the most for uh, enough. I haven't done enough for myself. I have not done enough for myself and now when I judge because and people say don't judge John you better judge yourself when I judge how I got out of bed and what I got out of bed to do and what motivated me to get out of bed I used to always be motivated by what I was going to do for somebody else honey I'm like okay the first thing you need to do is something for you and all day you need to do something for you and in that let somebody witness what you're doing for yourself. And in 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 my fifty umpteen years, fifty fifty umpteen fifties plus years, to have that, it's like okay. Just now, do that for me. I'm like, man, imagine if I had done that so much sooner. You know, I just remember, I I I can relate so much to the sensation of trying to hold on and somebody said to me one time don't let something someone someplace whatever don't don't be the person that has to hear no twice I, a couple times in my life i had to hear no twice just a couple literally just a freaking couple and i'm entitled right i am entitled but a couple times in my life i had to hear no twice now the fault to that was, I don't know, maybe a human is supposed, I'm like, maybe I was, maybe I'm, maybe I say twice and the rest of y'all probably go like, well, I do that all the time. Maybe I was supposed to do more. Maybe I was supposed to hear no more than that. I don't know. Maybe I, I and, and again, maybe, okay, maybe, cause see, I just, I just never want to be that person. You know, and and that's pro- that's really where why I am, who I am, and where I am, and what I am, is because I witness others in my life and around me having to be told no, in in volatile ways, hurtful ways, um, self-grandizing ways. You know, uh, watching the world. You know, people being broken-hearted, betrayed, betrayed, and see. I, it was a blogger, so I've heard so many of these stories. Not only that, I went on to even write about those stories and interview people who had those stories because I wanted those answers because I didn't want to be that person. And at the same time, I tried to preempt a lot of those situations, and I might have moved from some situations sooner than I probably should have. But I don't have the wounds and the scars of, even though my mind has, my mind feels like I have. And I have to continue to tell myself, wait, that was that wasn't my story. That didn't happen to me. We were hearing that, we were seeing that. I have to each and every day of my adulting life have to say to myself, 
that wasn't yours. That's not your trauma. That's not your grief. That's not your pain. You heard that. You read that. You saw that. You blocked that, right? And uh, and there are people that I have known who will who who still to this day ask why I wasn't why I didn't do something a little longer. Wasn't in something a little longer. Didn't have. An, and there are those that say it's a patience thing. No, I didn't have the patience for it. It didn't feel good, and I didn't like. It. So I was like, I got to go. Let's get moving. I, I mean, this this is like I don't I don't know. Wait, we supposed to, it's supposed to feel like this for how long? And, and this is us learning each other. And like, I don't think, I don't know that change is going to come to this. And I don't, and I, I literally had a, I literally had a self motto that I don't want to get to 50 and having to process all of this or go through all of this. And then at 50, because I remember my grandfather saying something to me about being 50. I just remember that. And I, I, I think I remember, and I remember that day and I can see that day and I remember like, okay, that's not going to be me. You know, it's just not. Like I don't want to, I don't want to be drugged through nothing, you know. I don't want somebody to have to say, you know, I got all their love because I dealt with all this shit. No. So whenever I saw things start to rise up like that, I was like, okay, I gotta go, <laughs> you know. Um, but I had to let life happen. In that instance, I did not let life happen. If that's the way life was supposed to happen, then no, I'm guilty. I didn't let life happen that way, but. That wasn't the case for me. The life that I let happen is one that I'm very proud of right now. I, and, and, and I didn't have to, guess what? I didn't have to survive it. You know, we, we, we always want to stamp ourselves a survivor, this is a survivor. I didn't have to survive. I didn't have to survive the jobs that I had. I didn't have to survive the relationships I had because I let them go. I didn't have to survive, you know, experience. I, didn't, I just didn't have to. I put out a lot of fires. I played firemen, this, any other. You know, I survived being a mom because, hell, I subscribed to that. I created that. And life was hard as that, but life was also great. It was also, you know, there was a lot that came easy that easy in that because I was like, I'm, this is how this is how we make this good. And I, and I would communicate to my children on the level of, listen, this is how life happens for us. The life that we want. The outcome that we want in this thing, this is how it's going to happen. And we have to let this part happen. All that other stuff that we see outside those doors and in and, and, and all these other interactions you have with all these other people that you come home and you question this, that, and the other, well, that's somebody that's letting life happen the wrong way. Here's how it happens the right way. And challenge me on it. Challenge me on it every day of your life if you must. But here's how you come to me even with the challenge of it. And I let them know. Because, you know, kids are supposed to rise up. Okay? But, you know, also you're supposed to knock them back down. And there's a moment when I'm not going to I'm not gonna be able to push back on what it is you want to come to me with. Because you're going to come to me so legit with all of your points aligned to the point I'm going to tell you, let life happen. And I, my son told me the other day, Mom, I'm, he, and, and it was so funny because I don't think he really wanted to tell me. I don't think I was going to. He was like, when I asked, I'm like, okay, but I ask you all the time, you know, what's going on with you? Um, but I, I, he was so relieved because I'm like, hey, that's the life you want. That life happened. I'm, I'm not here. I'm not here to enter. I'm not here to impede anybody living their life. Certainly not mine. And so and we, we're going through a little thing right now because, you know, everybody want to do a little bit of a different Christmas. And, and we've had a tradition of one thing, but it's like y'all grown now. 
I'm willing to let, I'm willing to, whatever you want to do, whatever tradition you want to keep, whatever new traditions you want to make, I'm willing to let it happen. Hell, I want a new, I've been wanting a new tradition. I've been wanting to stop putting all that money up under that tree and then trying to figure out what we're going to pack away all that stuff. When we could have been time after time after time again going out having all these kinds of experiences. Uh, and I'm like, I was like, this year I wanted, I want an experience. I want I want to experience something. I don't want I've been sitting in the house all year. I don't want to do it on Christmas Day. I don't I mean I don't, don't and they use and I got wonderful kids. I, I usually get showered for Christmas. I mean I hell I'm an only child. I've been showered every Christmas of my life. I did have that one Christmas my mom was mad at me. <laughs> and I got I got nothing. I, of course I was a grown woman. I was like, wait a minute, mommy didn't buy me nothing. She just mad, mad, okay? She was mad, mad that year. She let me know. I'm like, y'all, I sat there. I'm like, wait a minute, I don't have nothing. Because usually she would load my kids. She would buy me stuff. She load my kids up with money to buy me. I'm like, wait a minute. They, what did I do this year? You know, and I had been in a, it was a different world that year. I had done some things, you know, nothing, nothing. So I, I, it was a mad, mad, mad year for me. It was a mad, mad, mad year for me. I was I was trying to figure life out. And I just remember, um, not that year, but the next year. It was a, it was a time for a change. And that might have been one of the things. It's like, cause, you know, you go like, wait, what did I do? They gave me, they gave me, I, they might as well have given me a lump of coal. Um, but I don't even, bear, I barely remember that. I don't hold on to that. I did much better the next year, right? I'm like, okay, because, you know, and I, I wasn't present. That's when I realized, like, wait a minute. I didn't get a present because I wasn't present in us this year. I wasn't present that year. Uh, and I don't know where I, where I was in things. And I'm pretty sure. And that was that was an awakening. That was like, wake up, wake up, come out this far. Where where was I even had to question myself, wait, where was I? You know, where, where are we now? You know, and, and that those kind of, that kind of thing. It was it was literally literally that let me open this phone up and get a timestamp so we can get ready to get out of here and right at 29 see timing is everything when you are timing becomes your routine so i'm not going to stay on because uh, i am moving into the hour that i need to go take the dog and i got these orders and things that i have here in front of me that i need to get out and uh and i'm dying to make some tiktoks um i've got a tiktok i found a, a gentleman that had like the, some of the best music on here i'm like i've been looking for some of this stuff he has some good r&b he has some good house music I'm like, shoot, I'm tired of no pop stuff. Um, so I'm I can't wait to make a TikTok. I'm gonna do a little dance in a day, y'all. And I guess I have to go get dressed because I'm I got to go put on my other set. I gotta go put on my other set of pajamas. Uh, and that's what I'm gonna put on today. That's gonna be my uniform today. I got on one set, but I need to go put on something a little warmer while I take the uh, take the dog out. But what if we let life let life happen, but orchestrate it now? Okay, I mean seriously. Orchestrate. I don't mean like throw everything to the wind, caution, dreams, hopes, and all those kinds of things. But I mean that thing that we're probably holding on so tight to that's got us all tensed up and and it's not happening. It's it's just not 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 happening. Um, let that go a little sooner and figure out, y'all. This little this little piece of confetti just fell from this basket from where I reached over and got grabbed the stuff from and it was hanging on. And when it fell, it flew like a bird. <laughs> you know how confetti falls out the peri- out the side of my eye. I was about to get up out of here. I was like, what? 
<laughs> it was some confetti. And oh, that reminds me, I do need to get some. Uh, I need to get some different um, um, confetti shipping stuff. I gotta, I gotta, and that's another thing. I gotta, I gotta update all my stuff. I gotta, I got some shopping um, to do. And that's another thing too. It's like I got this to shop for, you know, to get ready for the new year. I'm so so excited about. It. These are probably not the last orders. Well, this is the what's the day, y'all? Because once we go through Christmas, we got just that one. We got one more week left in 2020. And um, I have got these, this set of, this was, these are the orders from my last, the last $5 Friday of 2020. So, um, and I'm having a site-wide year-end sale. So that's one thing. But I tell you, I hope that everybody, and and a friend of mine, had some um, bad news, but it was, she considered it a blessing, um, and so, and I said to her, I said, I said, you know, it's amazing, I said, when you think about it, everybody has been here, and, but it doesn't feel like it, it doesn't feel like everybody has been here, you know, when we, when we get to a certain places and certain points in life everybody has been there everybody before us I'll I'll put it that way because those behind us maybe not and some have but everybody before us has been there and it's amazing how when it's your turn it hits different you know and and it's it's just and what I mean by that's the, it's amazing how is it preservation, self be it self preservation or just just the uniqueness of our mind and our body and our spirit. It's just it's just amazing that the worst. I saw a lady. I don't know. If, I can't even remember. If I saw her get. I like. I think I saw her get hit by a car. Like my mind. I, my mind wants to let it go, right? Because you think about it. And I remember her getting up. I was in fact. I was bringing my mother home. From the hospital, my mother being a nurse, we stopped and we provided aid, right? And I'm thinking, my mother, I'm watching my mother immediately go into providing aid when she just came out of the hospital herself. And I'm like, man, that whole muscle memory and all that kind of stuff. But the lady that got hit, like literally got hit by the car, and the man was like, I didn't see her. She was running, the lady was running across the street to catch uh, a bus. It was two of them. And the guy either turned or came coming down the street, hit her, and I, she went, I, I, in my mind, I remember her going up in the air, but I'm like, I can't remember it, because it was, and I remember her just hitting the ground and rolling, but she got up not knowing that she had been hit, and not yet in tremendous pain. She got up like, what happened? What just happened? Everybody was like, no, like, you just got knocked up, Right? But she got up, like she was. She was trying to get up, and she realized, wait, wait, I can't get up. What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? Because her mind took her out of that moment when that car, a car, everybody was like, the car hit you. She didn't feel a thing. She didn't. She didn't remember it. She looking at the car because it's still like staring at her, right? Because uh, she literally came down on his hood. And rolled on to the ground. But she went to jump up. The adrenaline in this thing, right? And she realized, wait, I, you know, I'm, wait, whoa, wait. 
That's I feel a whole lot of pain. What's going on? And this is when my mother was, you know, trying to come down and render aid. Um, and everybody else is just amazed, like, wait, she doesn't know what just happened to her. She had no clue what just happened to her. Y'all, that's my that right there, that's the part that I hold on to. That in those moments of something so horrendous happening to you, you really won't know it. You may not even feel it. Think about all the different like operations. I mean, but just in that, in the, she have no, she have no anesthesiologist. She wasn't, she wasn't uh, 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 numbed. Her body did that. Her mind did that. Her mind told her body, "We're about to get hit, or we just got hit. Protect this, protect that." You know, she might have had a, I don't know, she might have had, I don't even remember she had anything broken. You know, maybe later on, um, um, you know, once the, once the, we were there in the parents and all that, first responders came and so forth, you know, and then they began to strap her down because, you know, things, like I said, you know, right now she was operating off of adrenaline, but she had no understanding that she'd just been hit by a car. It's just like people who come out of seizures. They like wait, and they and people are all over them, holding them down and trying to protect them, and then have to explain to them what just happened in their seizure moment. Um, they don't know, you know, they don't know. So I took that and I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop being afraid of something happening because. Everybody, and in fact, I went on to find out. I went on asking people who I knew things that happened to, what they remember, and most of them don't. They always say they woke up in the hospital. I'm like, cool, that's some good amnesia there. And so one day, like, say, for instance, I had four kids, and I remember it hurt like hell. But to this day, and I remember, I remember certain parts of it and certain pains that I can get. But I can't, I don't feel it again. And I mean, like, I I gave, I, I, I might, as well, might as well call it natural birth. Uh, I had natural, natural birth of four. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not no C-section. All four of them. Um, and even though I've heard, you know, I know, because I've had friends who, it seems like everybody today had a C-section. Um, but I can't, I can recall how much I feared the pain. I can recall all the anxiety of the next contraction hitting and the worst contraction hitting and getting that one contraction where you're like, okay, no, I gotta push where you don't want to push. And then all of a sudden you're like, no, I gotta put, I gotta put, oh my God, I gotta I remember those moments and I remember it hurt like hell. There's no, well, and you know what? There is something else. Because even when, when having a baby, you know, you're gonna get through that. It's it because the minute the, you're done, it, it's like pain gone. Right, that adrenaline thing, right? Um, there are other things that, like, the pain comes, you don't know when the pain is going to end, and it's like, okay, what is this? There are a lot of things that take our breath away, hurt things that hurt that take our breath away. But guess what, y'all? There are also a lot of exciting moments that take our breath away. You know, there are a lot of, there are a lot of joy moments, and we should look, we should let life happen more so that we can have more of those moments. All, being afraid all the time, anticipating what could go wrong all the time, you're missing out on some joy moments. You know what I? You know what I love? I, the one thing that I I look for each and every day out of my days when I interact with my kids, I 
love. I know, I know there's, there's, I love to see them blushing. I love to see when something makes them feel good because each of them has these moments, the way they display their excitement, you know, and I, I love witnessing that. Like when my son said, you know, divulged his plans, I saw where his joy was going and I said, I'm going to let that happen. I'm going to let that moment happen. I'm not here. He's certainly not going to leave here thinking his mother feels some kind of way about him going. I'm like, no, live your life. You know, my daughter, my uh, my daughter's in their careers and uh, in the things that they find uh, just like they, they got this, all of them got this work ethic that, and, and I, I, they say they get it from me, but I'm like, honey, I don't, I and they do, they do in a sense, um, who else is going to get it from? But anyway, <laughs> I, I just love to see when they're in those moments. You, you have to want to see people in those moments, but I'm now saying to me, girl, you need to see, want to see yourself in those moments a little bit more because I know like when I was blogging and I would find a story or something that, you know, like, whoa, I can put my stamp on this. This is unique to me. Am I the only one like to seeing this? Am I the only one seeing the value in this person or, or this event or this thing? When I, am I the only one telling it from this angle? That that That's where my adrenaline would get going, right? When I'm, I'm being able to talk about something passionate, because that's what I am. I'm a talker, right? I'm a doer and a talker, right? And so I get my, my passion comes from that. And I wanted that, to, again, we're waking up every day because we want they want certain sensations out of our day. You want sensations out of our time. And there are people, the sensation they want is harmful to them. I have to say that because I don't want you to take what I'm saying and turn it around to that, to the negative side of things. Uh, and we see those people because we got social media. We all live in public, you know, and they love that sensation of finding something negative every day. Like every day you come out here, you find something negative every day and you feed it to somebody else every day. And you think that that's it. I understand. But I've also seen what, what happens long term to that because I've lived long enough to see what, to see what long term looks like. You know, one of the things I remember talking about reality TV, I'm like, what's going to be the long-term effects of this thing? Now we see the long-term effects of it. You know, night, more the majority of the people on there, they're crazy, right? They're literally certifiable in a, in a multitude of ways, you know, uh, having, to, having had to sell their souls to the devil if you want to subscribe to that, and I do. You know, degrading themselves, their families, and so forth, and it's it's embarrassing. Uh, and then to to say, oh, we that's just a little bit of television. You know, we go on there, we lie, we do this, that, and the other. And then, but then, then you want to go somewhere else and get some respect. I I remember I finally sat down at forty two into. I finally sat down and watched like The Godfather, because so many people like relate, try to relate life to that story. And uh, and I watched one, two, and three. I don't know why they made two, but one and three was pretty good. Um, and then and one of the you got to watch it because when you watch it, you realize how many people around you subscribe to that. And I wasn't getting it because I hadn't watched it. But that's what a lot of people that that's the medium 
that a lot of people, because a lot of people don't have their own mentors. A lot of people aren't looking up to people in their own household or their own family. They look up to these characters, and and a lot of people around us are want to be this Capone. What is is that the Capone people? I don't know. I gotta go back. I gotta remember that, right? And uh, and not only that, once you watch it, you can see how the scenarios in that trilogy plays out in every uh, everything on screen. Like, because it was like the, it became, you know, the mock-up, the mock-up from every, for everything after. And then you go like, oh, 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 I split, this is how I split the movie. Oh, okay, oh, right? It's like, damn, was anything original after that? So it is, it is one of those that uh, formed modern movie making, you know? And it was probably one of those, I guess, having the biggest budgets and being the, you know, then then they used so many people. There was so many people in that film. It was it was so many locations, you know, and all those kind of things. And we didn't literally did the script, the book, the script, and all that stuff. The director, all of that. Even to this day, um, the 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 director has an interview that plays often on a particular radio show. They they play it all the time because it's, again, it's like everything was modeled after after his work. Uh, with that screenplay and, 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 and the casting of that, you know, everybody wants to, any big production out there, you better believe they're modeling it after The Godfather, one, two, and three, okay? And then, aren't they getting ready? Didn't they just re-release something about it? I, there was a re-release of something, that something else they did to it, I don't know what. You know, there was a scene in there, a food scene, and I'm like, oh, and then you think like, well, damn, every cooking show, <laughs> every cooking show is trying to be that that cooking scene, everything. And, I'm, and if you haven't watched it, then you're looking at life like, why are people doing this? Because they want to be like that. They they want to. If you like me, you live in a world with a world full of originals. Like everybody you know wants to be an original, even if even if they are uh, doing something that has been done. Like even me doing the soap thing, I'm still trying to do find the original path. There's still an original path because it's me, because I'm going to add to it what I, who I am and my uniqueness. So guess what? It's going to be something different about. It. And I'm I'm hearing like, oh, yours is different. Everybody's is. If they have, if they haven't seen The Godfather, <laughs> if they haven't seen The Godfather, uh, they're probably original. In fact, ask people do that today. You seen The Godfather, and they're gonna go like, "Yeah, remember that scene?" Like you go, and you haven't seen. You like, nope, I don't know. Uh, if you probably, if you haven't seen The Godfather, you probably out there letting life happen originally. If you've seen The Godfather, you probably you you probably copying every everything about it. But anyway, on that note, y'all, and then it's ten twenty three when I end this, and I love ten twenty three because twice a day I see that on the clock, and I'm reminded of my birth because that's my birthday, and I always say thank you because uh, thank you to my my God and all that I subscribe to from the blessings that I have. Yet another day of getting out of bed and being able to come and talk. And allow my thoughts, hear my thoughts out loud. I get to hear my thoughts out loud because I let life happen. There's nobody around me telling me what I can say and what I say, tell me what I can and can't say, tell me what I can and can't think. I get to let my life happen because I have originally curated those. I have chosen who is all who gonna be a part of it on each and every day. Every chance is a choice. Every choice is a chance. 
for me to do something. And I took the chance today of getting out of bed. I jumped right into productivity. I chose a room this morning, took a chance on a room this morning. There were some great affirmations in there. And I was able to move on to the next thing and the next thing. And now, as soon as I hit the stop button, as soon as I say my my Indian, the dog is going to peek around the corner like, is it my turn? I'm not. So I'm being ready to go um, take him for a walk, and then I'll come back and, and finish up and let life happen. And just as I said that the sun started coming through the window, or either I just noticed it, I don't know. But let's let life happen for the betterment, for the good of things. Let life happen. All right. Uh, here's how you're going to let life happen towards the end of the year and coming of the new year, go over and check out shopdryerbuzz.com. Go check out shopdryerbuzz.com. And use the hashtag. If you want more episodes like this, you want to see what else I've done when I talk about it. I've been doing this for a long time. Um, you can go check it out. Just use the hashtag on whatever platform you are on, dryerbuzz, okay? Dryerbuzz. And uh, and then, of course, um, do me one more favor. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.